0: To your expert guest with me, Julie Fry. In this episode, we are going to talk all about getting the most out of your podcast interview. So this is something that I hear a lot from prospective clients where they say, I go on podcasts and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I never get anything out of it. So today we're going to run through my absolute to-do list of things to be mindful of when you're having a podcast interview. But before we start, I want to know you can reach me anytime at yourexpertguest.com or on social media. Our handles on Instagram and Facebook are your expert guest. Of course, I love chatting to listeners of the podcast, so anytime you'd love to chat, uh, there's a place on our website where you can just schedule a call. Please feel free to reach out if you're at all interested in learning how we might support you in getting on podcasts. Again, we're talking about the podcast interview. And we'll be talking a little bit about mindset. That is a big piece of having a successful podcast interview. And then some of the pieces, the tactical pieces that go into your conversation, and a couple of what not to do's. So here we go. All right. So I mentioned mindset. And this is probably one of the top things that hold people back from both having podcast interviews, and also when they are getting ready to have their conversation. Just getting in the right mind space is a super useful tool to make sure that you're having the best conversation you can. Um, a lot of people find that they don't think that they're expert enough in whatever their area of expertise is. So they could be very accomplished, they maybe have a blog, or perhaps they have an advanced degree. But for whatever reason, when it comes to making yourself more visible, imposter syndrome can set in. And what I'm here to remind you is that that you are if you're an expert in a certain area, you are going to help someone. Your level of knowledge is so much greater than you think that it really is. One way that I get around that when I, whenever it starts to creep up on me is I keep a running list of wins and things that I'm proud of in a Google Doc that I can go and refer to before podcast interviews or speaking engagements or anything where I feel like I'm kind of wanting to turtle up a bit and uh, just go hide in a corner. So come up with a strategy that works for you to remind yourself that you are actually entitled to talk about whatever it is that you're an expert in. So remember, you can help other people. And by going on to podcasts to share your expertise, you're actually helping people more than if you were not to do that. So keep that in mind. All right, so distractions. Before you go onto a podcast, you also want to make sure that you are removing anything that can keep you from having a fully present, mindful conversation. And I find that it really helps to get ready, make sure that you've got everything that you need, make sure you've got the link. Do you know if it's if it's going to be an audio only or is it going to be an audio video conversation so these are things that are usually worked out when you book the interview. Typically, the host will have a link that will um, send you a calendar invite, and in that calendar invite will typically tell you whether it's audio only or audio and video, what to be prepared for. But if you're unclear on any of those things, make sure you reach out beforehand because the host wants you to feel comfortable, they want you to be prepared, and the best gift you can give them is by being prepared as well. So make sure a week beforehand, if you don't know those details, to reach out to the host and get clarity on what to expect for the interview. 10 minutes before the interview, I suggest you sit in the space where you're going to have your conversation. This is a time to gather your thoughts, get really clear and comfortable about the message that you want to share, the information that you want to provide to the listeners, uh, the stories you want to share, how you want to show up and help. So Hopefully you've listened to an episode before you're getting on the call so you have a sense of the host. You've looked at the podcast a bit so you understand who their listeners are and you feel really prepared what you're going to talk about. But I like to come and sit 10 minutes beforehand and do some, some breathing, take a Few deep breaths, get really comfortable, take your last sips of water so your throat is hydrated. Some people even take it a step further and actually do some mouth exercises. So if you've ever been in choir and you've done uh, mouth exercises just to get your your jaws and your mouth working, that's a perfectly appropriate time to do that. Anything, any ritual that you have that can kind of get you grounded and get ready to have a great conversation. You also want to make sure that you turn off notifications on your computer, turn off your phone, or at the very least, disable your notifications. Anything that's going to ping or distract you. If you live in a house with kids and they're home doing remote school, or maybe they're toddler, baby, preschool aged, put a note on the door that says, recording in session, so that they know not to bother you. And you'd also want to have a conversation with them beforehand. Sometimes that works with partners too. sometimes partners want to come into the room and, and talk to you and ask your advice on things at the most inopportune time. So this is a, a good rule of thumb, just prep everybody in the house, let them know that you have a podcast interview and to not come into the room. Sometimes yard work or garbage day, depending on where you live, that can be really noisy and distracting. So be mindful of those things when you're setting up the dates for your podcast recordings. Cleaning schedule. So if you have a cleaner coming into your house, you obviously don't want to do a podcast recording and hear vacuuming in the background. So anything that could contribute to the audio quality of your interview, uh, just be mindful of those things when you're booking the recording as well deliveries, that's when you don't really have a lot of control over. I know my dog always goes crazy when I, when a package gets delivered. So if you know they typically come later in the afternoon, try to schedule your interviews for earlier in the day. Anything you can do to eliminate those distractions, do it. <laughs> All right. So when you're having the actual conversation, one of the most important things to lead to the likelihood of having a listener engage with you after they hear the interview is making it really obvious how you work with your clients. You want to plant seeds along the way throughout the conversation that all lead to your desired outcome. Let's say that You ultimately want to work with clients, and let's just say you're a business coach. You are going to want to share stories throughout the interview that talk about how you work with clients, what type of clients do you work with, what's your process, and lead them through the point where at the end of the call when the host asks you, so Julie, how do our listeners go to connect with you, they're not surprised when you lead them to uh, Listeners can connect with me at yourexpertguest.com, and I'd love to talk to you about how I could support you in podcast guesting, and you can book a call right from the site. You don't want them to be like, what? This is the first I've heard of this. And, and they, you want them to be really clear about what it is that you do, who you do it for, and how you can help them. So planting seeds along the way is a really important part of the interview process. Right alongside that is sharing stories about client transformation. So I have a number of clients that are doing this really, really well on their podcast interviews. They use examples. Obviously, they don't share specific details about clients to keep it anonymous, but they're going to share specific stories about, again, like let's say you're a sales coach. They talk about how the members in their sales membership have started closing more discovery calls, or they're getting uh, higher ticket clients because of how they're using the material that they've learned in the sales membership. So you want to share those stories. So again, the listener, if you're resonating with them, that they can picture What sort of results they might have working with you. So, definitely share stories around how you're working with clients, what sort of results are you having with them, and try to make it as relatable as possible. And likewise, when it comes to stories about yourself, I always suggest sharing as much as you feel comfortable. I tend to be one of those people that I don't share a whole lot of personal things on social media. However, when I go on a podcast, I tend to be really open about things that I've struggled with, things that are going on currently that I feel like might be of interest to the listeners. So I have talked about issues with mental health. I have talked about a struggle with chronic illness. I've shared a number of things that kind of make me more human. And when you show up as a human, (laughs) people do business with other humans. So when you show up as a human, it just takes away that facade that as a quote unquote influencer, that you're perfect, because none of us are. And I'm a big believer in being being yourself being relatable. And that's going to attract the type of people that you really want to work with. So again, feel feel free to share as much as feels comfortable for you. As you're having the conversation, we go through this process again with our clients in the in our discovery process and our strategy calls, but you want to be having a conversation that leads the listeners to the next logical step with you. So whatever your outcome is for your podcast interview, that's where you want to be directing them to. So when the host says, hey, Julie, where can our listeners go to find out more about working with you? I am not going to say, well, you can go to my Instagram. I don't really post there. So you'd want to go to LinkedIn because that's where I'm most active. And you can go to my website. And oh, by the way, we have a free quiz. So I want to pick the one thing that I want listeners to do. And in most cases, it's to book a discovery call with me. So I'm going to tell them to go to your expert guest. And if you like, you can schedule a call with me right there. Boom. Because again, a confused mind tends not to take any action. If you are the type of person that likes to track and analyze where your business is coming from, I am a big believer in that. One tool that is great for using in your podcast interviews is called Pretty Links. It is a paid tool and it works well with WordPress, which uh, which my website is. And you can customize each podcast interview with its own custom landing page. So for example, let's say I was going on John, John Doe's podcast and I had a specific link that I wanted to share for my freebie I'm offering there. Then at the end of the episode, I would say, you know, and, and you can go to your expert guest forward slash John Doe and then the listener would go to that page, they get your freebie, and then you would get a report, and you can see how many downloads you're getting from that specific episode compared to other episodes. So a number of our clients use that tool and it's really useful for them. So that's called Pretty Links. Last but not least, and this is actually, I just got an email from one of our clients saying, hey, I just wanted to share this great email I got from the podcast host after our interview. Don't forget about your relationship with the host, because in many cases, they are the first person from the podcast that you're going to get as a new client. So our client shared an email that the host said, hey, after our conversation, I realized that I'd really like to explore working with you to grow our audience and booked a discovery call with him. So When you have your interviews, you want to show up from a place of service, both for the host and for their audience. And usually there's some time at the end of your interview that after they stop recording that you can chat. So this is a great time to ask them about their business. You know, where do they feel like they need support? How can you be a resource for them? Do they need any podcast guest recommendations? Ask them questions to show them that, you know, you're a part of their network now and you're here to help them because that relationship that you have with the host can last for years and years and years after that podcast interview. And it may lead to new clients. It might lead to referrals. It might lead to a collaboration between the two of you or a friendship. And all of those things are super valuable, both in business and life. When you show up from a place of service, it's going to be really clear to the host that you care. And oftentimes that turns into something more. So don't forget about your relationship with the host. That is about it for what I wanted to share with you today. When you are ready, I'm going to see you in our next episode where we talk about what to do after the podcast episodes airs to get the most out of it. So we're going to discuss leveraging your podcast interview. I'd love to help you in supporting you and getting more visible on podcasts as a guest. So again, if you would like more information, please visit us at yourexpertguest.com. Until next time, we will see you soon and have a great rest of your day.